Do you know what this week is? It's our anniversary. Welcome to Millennial Love. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back hey. to Millennial Love. That was really good, Justin. It just came off we're the top of my head. We're one years old. Know? <laughs> <laughs> we're babies. We're babies. 12 months. Like they say at the nursery. She 36 months. Girl, right. if you don't Stop. get out of here. <laughs> your child is three. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get your ass. Who starts Oh, she's that? 17 months. Who starts that? Is Listen. it the hospital? Because they don't do that well, shit. Well, it's baby books though because, and this is because I haven't gotten noticed. That's the only reason I noticed. Because their development from like certain months is different between one and two. Okay. So like if they're like 18 months versus 20 months, it may be different developmental things. Milestones that you're supposed to meet. Right. Correct. But when you talk to people, you don't have to talk about it like that. <laughs> right. She won. Don't have me doing She'll be two in don't August. Don't have me doing math in my head, <laughs> Correct. Bro. I'm right, not because I do be like, 18 months. <laughs> That's, okay, 12 months is one. <laughs> you're not in a doctor's <laughs> right. appointment. <laughs> right. I be doing the same thing. Just say she two. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for y'all who do not know, this is our official 52nd week, yeah. so it's our anniversary. Yes. We can't thank y'all enough for supporting Millennial Love through this year. We have poured our hearts and our time out to y'all, and it's been such a, I guess, a blessing in a return as well. Absolutely. Because yeah. hearing everything that you all have to say, hearing, just seeing people listen to the show, even if we don't, we don't know who you are, but we just completely, seriously thank y'all for supporting us from the bottom of our hearts. For sure. Any the special feedback. kind words for our listening, our listeners? Oh. The feedback is great. I just love that people really engage with us, whether it's, you know, Twitter, Instagram, when we do Instagram live, how everybody chimes in. It just really feels good. So we feel y'all's energy from, you know, virtual uh, networks. And it feels good that... You know, you guys continue to listen. You continue to support. And, um, you know, I just love it. I feel like sometimes that is what drives me to come back the next week is that, mm -hmm. you know, we got a dope listener letter and we want to go in and talk about it because right. it's freaking funny. Yeah. Or. Um, it be so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Or, you know, like Twitter, when people are on Twitter and they're really like going in on the hashtag MO3, it like feels good that like people are responding to some of the things that we put out. So thank you guys from Mish for continuing to um, put out that positive energy. I will say that for the most part, we've had nothing but positivity in response to the things that we put out. And it feels good. Like, Justin is over here drinking this doggone rosé. I'm talking about... Cara <laughs> well, and I are on... The Daniel fast and cannot have alcohol. And Justin is over here Listen, going in. Y'all are grown. 
And Jesus has y'all right now. He's, he's you're he's right in the palm of our hand, in the palm <laughs> of his hand. But I just really appreciate it. Like it feels good. Yeah. And I feel y'all's energy. So keep it coming. Cara? Yeah, bro. I was literally just scrolling on on our Twitter just to like say to see like who's been tweeting us, and y'all really be showing out on the ML three. Like, I mean, some of y'all don't be hashtagging ML three, so if you don't, when you on Twitter, go ahead and hashtag ML three when you tweet us. But literally, like, it's just so much love. I just I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to do this and to have a listener base. I am thankful that we have some really like invested listeners because some of the folks could just be listening to one episode and sliding out. But we have consistent numbers. Our numbers keep going up. Um, we keep getting really, really good feedback. And we've got some dope new um, advertisers that have been hitting us up for season two. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Like, right. I'm excited nigga, we about coming that. coming hard. <laughs> it's just like everything is really just like way more than I imagined it would be. So I'm just thankful. Um, somebody recognized me at church. Like I went to church yesterday and I was talking to the guy because I'm about to start volunteering. And I was like, yeah, my name's Cara. And she was like, excuse me, I know this is really weird, but I just heard your voice and I was listening to Millennial Love on the way to church. And are you Cardi? <laughs> oh, and I was like, yes. I don't know if we are the appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not oh, before church, though. It Not before like, church. Which episode was she listening, listening to? <laughs> Maybe she was listening to Melodies from Heaven with <laughs> Carrington. Probably Because... So. Listen, I don't know. I don't know either. (laughs) And but it was just really nice. Like it was just it was it actually like caught me by surprise and it was just like super nice. The fact that people like recognize us and like want to tell us how great the show is. She was like, Oh my god, I'm just so obsessed with the show and I really love y'all and it just made me happy. Right. That's dope. So it's just um And compared to all these larger networks, we're the little engines that 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 could. So we're doing the best that we can and I think uh, it's great. So yeah, thank, thank y'all. y'all. Really, really, thank y'all. One freaking year, bro. I know. So oh, because this is <laughs> so literally, <laughs> I guess we should give uh, an early disclaimer because I think the last few times we waited to the end of the show to mention that we were going to go on a um, three week vacation. We definitely personally need it. Yeah. Car needs those three weeks to finalize some wedding stuff. Michelle needs those three weeks to date and work on her own. Get her mind right. Get her mind right. (laughs) And I need these three weeks so I can just travel and live life and just be great out here in these streets. I need these three weeks to get business together. Dating is not a priority. (laughs) Okay, it's not. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I need these three weeks to get business in order and um, relax. Yeah. But um, and I'm also gonna unfollow Michelle and Cara for these three <laughs> weeks, so y'all don't, you know, don't bring that to the light. They already know. No, I'm just joking, y'all. No, she, he's not joking. I'm he's really not. Joking. I don't even I'm know why he feels the need to unfollow <laughs> me. I'm not even on social because networks. I don't want to. You're see going out love. of your way. I'm gonna to unfollow do Millennial something. Love also. I'm gonna follow <laughs> Millennial Love, Cara, Millennial Love, Millennial Love, Cara and Michelle. Well, so. Millennial Love's Instagram and Twitter will still be popping. I say popping in quotes because it's some stuff gonna be on there, but we not gonna be we not gonna be posting every day. But we will still be active on social media, so you can still tweet us. And if you are new to Millennial Love and you're in catch up mode, no worries, we will still respond to your tweets as you make it through the episodes. Listen, so. I enjoy when a new listener come on, mm-hmm. and then they're like. 
I'm just catching up with millennial love, X, Y, Z, all this great stuff. And I'm like, that is awesome for you to be like spending your time listening to us. Yeah, catching up. (laughs) Because I can't do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. No, I'm just playing. That's dope, though. This girl named Giggles off Twitter, I am Giggs, said she's on episode 24. Wow. And she is like chugging through. That's like a week and a half. And she's literally been chugging through millennial love. So shout out to Giggles. She's my soror. It's Founders Day. Today is Founders Day. Oh, it is. Happy Founders Day to my sweet sorors of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. <laughs> Not gonna do the whole thing. Yeah, Skiwi. shout out to y'all, Skiwi, all of that. <laughs> I'm not going to Skiwi because y'all not going to have me out here in these streets. So what do y'all do for Founders Day? What is it like? Do y'all reflect back or... You know, y'all... I'm an old head. I've what been in the game mean? for 10 years. I crossed and follow seven, so... That is not old. Yes, it is. I mean, it's 2007. I would consider an old head like the 90s. Okay, well, I consider myself an old head because <laughs> I've, I've been in the game for 10 years as of... As of January the 10th, actually, shout out to my line sisters, classical lyricist of Rhapsody. Um, y'all, would, y'all would really like this rose. You, no lie. You're loving it. No, it's really good. Um, <laughs> We're both looking at him. Like, Correct. Um, if only they could see my face right now. It's good. It's some rose from South Africa. We'll try it. We will. It's going to be gone. Next month. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, what do we do for Founders Day? I mean, to be honest, I ain't really doing nothing today because my man is still here and it's his last week. So I'm about to be, you know, chilling with, with the fiance. But usually... Got you. Um, I thought it was like a program or, you know... No, there are programs. Oh, okay. I'm just not going to be a part of them. Shout out to my sores that are a part of them. You know, do your thing. Go be great. I'm just not in that headspace anymore. But I still love my sorority. And all of that jazz. So, <laughs> Justin. So that's great, guys. So, <laughs> all right. How was your week, Justin? You know what? I had a really terrible week because I was um, on the sick and shut in list. Yeah, you were. With the influenza. <laughs> it got me. Um, but I'm just grateful that I'm alive and back because it's not good being sick, y'all. Like, you know. When your it's body not. turns against you and I'm like, hey, bruh, bruh, <laughs> sit your ass down, you could you could die right now. I don't know Just if you down. felt it through text message, but I really felt your pain because yeah, the flu is no joke. It's not. So I'm actually going to use this opportunity to be an advocate for the flu shot because um, had I not had the flu shot, my symptoms would have been like extremely worse. Really? And, yeah, so... My uh, primary care physician, he was like, he's noticed that people who does take the flu shot, if they do encounter the flu, that their symptoms aren't as bad Hmm. compared to people who do not. Hmm. Um, And obviously, you know, I do work in, um, I guess, kind of work in the medical field. Right. And I have to take it um, for protection. So I was sick, but I can say I did have the flu before and it was literally, it was less severe than the first time I had it. The first time I had it, like... I thought it was this was it. They was gonna find my body in my apartment. That dead. Bad? No, it was. If you ever have the if if you've ever had the flu, you know it. Like because it's like you're. It takes you. It down. takes you out. It's nothing 
no Theraflu, no fucking Alka-Seltzer Plus. Is that is nothing that can be that can help the flu outside of like literally it. Tamiflu. And so, anyways, I said oh, all that geez. to say that it was terrible. But you know, I was thank God on my knees, prayed to God, thank Him for allowing me to come back. <laughs> he healed me, Lord. You know what? You said the the full name of the influenza? sickness, influenza, and that reminded me of this guy I dated. They called pneumonia, P pneumonia. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't do that. He he didn't do that. And the thing is that he fully wanted to be a medical doctor. No, he didn't. Absolutely did. He just kept saying he was going to get in medical school. When I met him, he was saying, like, I'm going to apply to medical school. I'm going to medical school. Determination. But you call it P pneumonia. And so this girl tried to correct him. She was like, it's pneumonia. <laughs> the P is silent. <laughs> and he also said, Bing drinking, like binge. You are lying. So he would say, Bing. Is this the same person um, that said chakras? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you still so got I don't this even know why I listened life? to him. No. <laughs> like, I don't even know why I listened to him anyways when he said that. But that I said it to say, like, you want to be an entire she he got so mad when the girl corrected him, like stormed out of the room. <laughs> and it was like, bro, she's trying to help you. Mm-hmm. She's being like a really good person in this moment, correcting you in just a small setting, instead of you going out into the world forever right. saying P pneumonia. And people laughing at you while you're on stage. Listen, Correct. Sir. You can't be loud oh, and gosh. wrong. You can't be loud and wrong. And this is why I ask for friends that hold me accountable. Cara hold me accountable. Holds me accountable. If I'm saying a sentence and I'm saying a word wrong, if I say the wrong word, I remember one time we was in the middle of an argument and I was like, I kept on saying content. And she was like, context. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had to like, I mean, I just had to do, take I just had it. to take it, right? I have no problem being corrected if I'm Me saying either. something wrong. I want to say things She's correctly. Because you remember that I remember moment. That moment. <laughs> oh, you mean context. You didn't even say that. You didn't even say, oh, you mean you was like context. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, okay, you know? It's okay. it's okay. It's okay. I'm even glad God removed him out even of my life. Baby, you know? I'm glad too. Because if you would have brought him around and he would have <laughs> said, put pneumonia. Beat pneumonia. <laughs> but the biggest thing for me was Bing drinking. <laughs> 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 Nigga, so you looking up on Bing? You like, you searching on Bing? I can't. <laughs> what about the E? Like, you don't understand. Like, how do you say syringe? It's like, bruh, if you want to be a doctor, how are you? And needless to say, he did not become that medical doctor that he... So, Listen, you know, wanted to do. But it was like, bruh, Bing drinking? <laughs> Get out of here. Bing. Anyways, Car, how's your week? My week was really good, actually. Um, I had a pretty, pretty busy week at work, but um, on Friday I wasn't feeling well, so I actually stayed home and just, like, worked from home. But it was pretty good. We just did wedding planning stuff. We decided to have the wedding in another ven- or in another city. I'm not gonna divulge it because I don't want everybody to know yet. Well, you're gonna have to stop talking about it, my guy. I know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I know, and I'm not giving my date out because I don't want people to know. Last week. <laughs> um. So just highlight it. 
But yeah, so anyway, we've been doing that. And yeah, it's just been pretty chill. It's um, Ben's last week here. So we're just making the most of it and going on some date nights. And we went to this vegan restaurant that I didn't like. What's the name of it? V- a vegan e- restaurant. You're no, not no, 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 like no, 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 no. That's not true because there are several that I really like. Like, um, have you ever been to Cosmic Cafe? No. Do you like Indian food? Do y'all like Indian food? I'm not. I'm. I'm acquiring the taste. Okay. Do you like Indian food? Trying to acquire. I don't. Taste. I eat American food. Okay. I don't eat anything outside of. Yes, you do. What? You eat Pho? Italian pasta. Oh my gosh. Hey, I mean, is the truth right? It is. It is. This is. But it's so Americanized. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be able to eat the food in Italy because I'm so picky. Gotcha. I see. I get what you're saying. Because when I go to actual Italian restaurants, I'll be like, where the cheese at? Like, I need more cheese. <laughs> what a cheese. And they have a lot of red sauce, and I'm not a fan of red sauce, so I get it. I right. love red sauce. Listen, give me that creamy crack. That creamy, cheesy sauce on my Dead pasta. Alfredo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Cosmic Cafe is an Indian restaurant that's really, really good. It's vegan and vegetarian. And then there's this place called, um, dang it, it's in Bishop Arts. Something cafe. I can't think of it right now. But it's vegan and everything there is so good. Really? Yes. Let me figure out the they, name of it. You have to be careful with these no, it is vegan, vegan restaurants because they be probably be using like pork fat. No, they don't. <laughs> I'm telling you. You shut up. Why would they do that? Because I would do it. <laughs> Everybody ain't like you. You're Nigga, so stupid. Have a vegan pasta like. No, it's so good. What's the name of it? Dang it. I'm sorry, y'all. It's okay. There's another. It's a restaurant that is a vegan restaurant in Deep Ellum. No, no, no. In um, Bishop Arts. Bishop Arts. Spiral Diner. Okay. Spiral Diner and Bakery is really good. So if you would want to like, if you're sick of cooking and like you just want to try a restaurant, Mm -hmm. they have really, really good. And it's like Americanized or American food, but vegan. And so it's like comfort food, but vegan. It's really good. Okay. They have like really good bean burgers. I think I had like some nachos there. It was really, really good. Mm, that sounds good. And like they make their um, vegan cheese in house. And normally I don't like vegan cheese because it'd be weird, but their vegan cheese is actually really good. Let me tell you something. So I like cheese. And I was just like, you know, Laura, I know I'm on this fast and we can't have cheese. So I'm going to try this vegan cheese. It's called Dasa. Is it good? Oh, I know what you're talking about. That is the most disgusting thing <laughs> I have like car- ever put in my mouth. It tastes like cardboard. I mean, no. Har- what is it called? <laughs> I don't know. Cardboard. Just- no, it uh. tastes like sour. Mm-mm. I don't even Mm-mm. know. Sour socks. Like, it was disgusting. Uh. I was like, oh my. And I had I'd actually put it, I made taco soup, you know, veggie taco soup. And I put it in there instead of like tasting it first. So the whole bowl of the veggie taco soup was just, oh my gosh, it was so nasty. Don't eat that, (laughs) y'all. Dasa cheese. Do not eat that. It's not cheese. I was thinking, you know, it said on the little thing, on the little container, it was like, the closest you're going to get to cheese, it's nowhere near close. Mm -mm. It's nasty. The sad part about it is when you said Dasa cheese, I'm like, I wonder if it's pronounced differently. No, <laughs> it's Dasa. Baby, I know how to read. No, I thought, <laughs> I thought the guy put you onto this vegan stuff. You're no. <laughs> You're dumb. Anyway. pneumonia, chakra. Like, dude, I know people are looking at him like he's no. an idiot. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's disgusting. <laughs> I, I don't know how much vegan stuff I can do if they're going to tell me that it's going to taste like something and it really tastes like the complete opposite. They be lying. Do you like almond milk, though? Like almond and mm-hmm. coconut milk? Okay, yeah. Because yeah. that's like, I I actually don't drink regular milk on a, like, me either. in my regular life. Yeah, even <laughs> outside of the fast, yeah. I don't drink almond really? milk. Me either. Mm-hmm. I like milk. It gives me gas. I mean, I mean yeah, I'm lactose. I'm super, I'm severely lactose. Michelle, how was your week? It's been great. I had a really, really good um, weekend. I caught up with friends. So I called some friends and I was like, y'all, I need help with my closets. (laughs) And they literally came over and like got my closet all the way together. And it just felt good like that I can't have, I have friends. Like it felt like college back in the day like I think I've kind of been missing that where like just girls that are willing to come over and we don't have mm-hmm. to talk about like anything specific like we're just really just super chilling and that's what we did like we hooked my closet up Perfect. and then I went out Saturday um one of my friends is a member of Delta Sigma Theta and it was their founders day over the weekend sure was. And she wanted to go out. She's from Mississippi, and so she doesn't really have a lot of friends out here. So she wants to go out for her Founders Day. So we went out with her, and, like, I ran into a lot of people. And it just was, like, a good time, like, running into folks. It's been a long time since I've, like, actually gone out. But let me tell you, it was tempting. So the fast started on Monday, and (laughs) Saturday was my first time going out since the fast started. Uh Uh-huh. Being in that environment, you are not supposed to be in that environment while you're fasting because it's so tempting to drink or eat. Like, they were eating wings. Yeah. And it was like, I had my little cashews and almonds in my bag, and that's what I was eating. Jeez. Meanwhile, they Pure got torture. a cranberry and vodka and some wings over there with celery yeah. and ranch dressing. Yeah. And me, you know, I I stuck with it, you know, all night, but it was very challenging. And so I found myself, like, praying while I'm in the lounge. That's and good. Like, That's what the Lord wants you to do, girl. Yeah. So it was... Lift me up in a darkened place. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a good time, but it was like, oh, Jesus, just get me to the house. And so then... We finally went to a bar that had this amazing salad. That salad was so good. I it think had you so much hungry. fruit I on it. I think you were so hungry. I was so it? hungry. And I was like, oh, Lord, you just filled me up with your spirit, God. You know what's a good salad? <laughs> but when I ate that salad, it was like food. <laughs> but yeah. So, and then Sunday, I had another friend that um, it was her birthday, and we went out to brunch for her birthday, and that was cool. So I had a good time. Good. It was just a really good weekend. Fun and eventful. That's what I plan to do 2018. Yeah, 2018 has been a good year so far. It It really has. has. Like, compared to the way my 2017, if I could tell y'all about January 1, 2017, what I was going through, 2018 has been, like, really, really fun. If... January January 1, 2017, I didn't know how great my 2017 would be January 1. But it ended up, like, when you look at it as a whole package, it was a pretty successful year for me. Same for me. Yeah, However, sure. But we're talking about 2018. Like good, I, know, I, know, I know. I'm going there. 2018 <laughs> is, like, good vibes. Like, I'm feeling the energy. Like, good exactly. Like, exactly. So. So, I've just been, I've been having a good time. Like, it's just something... I don't know. It just feels really, really good. 
every day has felt like a good day. And I know, you know, different days are going to come because not every day of the year is going to be amazing. But I just thank God for like this year so far. Good. And we're only 15 days in. Right. And shout out to MLK Day. We are recording this show. Yeah, we are. On Martin Luther King. Martin Luther Jr. Martin the Luther King. The King, King Jr. Day. Um, so. Oh, I forgot to say I joined my church on Sunday. That's awesome. See, that's I forgot a about moment. that. Yeah. I was supposed to join. I joined one community church. <laughs> well, I was going to join, and then when I walked in the room, they was like, okay, so this was after church, right? You walk into another building, into a room where all the new members go, and they were like, well, you know, the meeting's going to be about an hour. And I'm like, I don't know if I can stay an hour. So <laughs> I left. Um, and it wasn't intense. I mean, I just couldn't, like, and okay, you went to church, right? You, I decided to join. I wanted to join. I'd been like thinking about it for several months. Um, and then after church, they're like, you know, this meeting is going to be like an hour. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you would feel, you would feel something like, wait, an hour? Um, but unfortunately, that day I had something to do. Um, mm-hmm. Someone had planned something for me, so I couldn't really bail out. And um, I need to go back. And it's been a month now since the, um, the last time so gotcha well when it's for you it's for you no judgment on my part but isn't like an hour a little bit too aggressive after church am i tripping or no an hour is actually not but i for me but i mean if it's for you i don't think it i don't think it's aggressive okay Uh, i mean but i but that's a personal preference for a new members meeting well, it. Well, I don't I, know. I don't know what it's all about. Okay, I was about I to say because so, I went. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so, went. I mean, yeah. Um, and it's actually it actually went by kind of fast. Okay. I mean, it was. I don't like staying after church either, so I feel <laughs> you because I'd be ready to go home. So I feel you because I'd be hungry. But I guess it, I couldn't really understand like what did we need to talk about that would be <laughs> worth an hour, which is not bad. I'm, no, you, you know, go. I you, an hour is bad. You basically go through the so tenets of like what, why the church was founded, what it's based on, oh, the good. reasons behind everything, like the different ministries in the church. It's like pretty much just a history lesson of the church and why it exists and what their purposes and goals are, and all of that. So it is really informative, and actually, you probably would like it. They did have food and snacks. I was very impressed by that. Mm. Because that, that would make people stay. Yeah. They had sex when I was there, too. Me and Ben went. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's different at every... Um, every church is different, yeah. Yeah, ministry. Because my church was more so of them getting to know you. Are you saved? Have you been baptized? What is your definition <laughs> of being of salvation and things like that? And then they kind of gave you information about the church to take with you. But we actually had, like... At our church, it was only like 30 minutes because that's all they did. And then we actually had a class to come to, like a full Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I mean, the last church, well, the last church I joined, I lived in Atlanta. And like the joining process was easy, but we had to go through like five Saturdays to become a full member. Mm. So we had like, which was, I guess, way more consuming than that one hour that I would have to enjoy at the church. So <laughs> there, like, there are four I sessions. I think there are four sessions with that, and they're all after church for an hour. Okay. I think. 
if I'm not mistaken, I have to relook at the like info. There's like a packet, but it's actually and and la and this past Sunday I had to go again, and it was basically um, discovering your spiritual gifts, and so you had to do like a personality test mm -hmm. and like a spiritual gift examination, and it's actually really informative. That's one of the reasons why I really like that church is Same. because the like the pastor he. What he represents and what his focus is is who I am and what I do for a living. He's really big on leadership. He's really big on development. He's really big on like having you know a person at point A and bringing them to point D. Like he's very detailed like that, which is something that I'm I like. So um, yeah. But I do want to ask y'all since y'all both are on this Daniel fast, mm -hmm. and I'm sure some of our listeners are on this Daniel fast. Um, without going into heavy detail, can you um, can you just give us an idea of like what is this time like for you? Because I mean, you know, the year, the mm -hmm. beginning of the year is just like it's it's a lot of things, ha a lot a lot happens at the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. and being on this uh, being on this fast can be challenging. True. So. I just want you all to briefly talk about that. So for me, it's not so much about like eating and um, what I can and cannot eat. It's more so of like actually being in devotion with Christ all day. Um, that's why I was saying, you know, like even when I was at the lounge, like I was still in prayer because it's more so of like letting God know that like you are first in my life. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of this year, I want to give this to you in sacrifice. Um, Cause like you're saying, it's a lot of things going on at the beginning of the year. So God, I could be doing X, Y, and Z, but right now I'm in constant connection with you. Um, and then also just um, trying to focus um, more so on what my passion is for the year. And not so much about like just going through my days. Um, like every day I wake up is purposeful. And um, I like that. It's really nice because this year, my goddaughter is a member at Concord um, in Dallas. And in December, she she's a dancer. You know, they do a little praise dancing or whatever. So in December, we went to see her perform. And just so happened that day, he was giving out a 21-day devotional. So it's been really, really nice because outside of me and my own prayer, I have an actual daily focused devotional. Mm -hmm. And, like, they gave it to every – I actually got two. I got one for myself, and then I got one for <clears throat> my friend. But it's like – Literally, what he has in this book are the things that I've been needing to pray for. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, it's guiding me through the 21 days. And it helps because you do, you are tempted. Like I said, I was at the lounge and then it's like you're hungry or, you know, people want to go out or whatever the case may be. So you're tempted. Um, people at your job could do X, Y, and Z, but I have this devotion to bring me back every evening. Yeah. So it's great. Shout out to Pastor Carter. Mine is oh, I was gonna say sorry. Mine is similar. Um, I do mine every year with my friends um, 
from college, Rachel, Jennifer, and Claudine. We've been doing, I think this is our fifth year doing it. Um, and we have a, every week we have a conference call where we convene and basically talk about our weeks, what's our biggest, um, like highs and our highs and lows of the week. And then also about like how the devotional, um, in particular days or whatever has impacted our lives. So, um, I think it brings my, we started doing it to strengthen our friendship and it has done that for sure significantly. Um, and also for me personally, it, um, it forces me to really like just slow down and really like focus on God because I know that it's easy for me to just legit like not forget about God, but just put other things first when I get closer to like deadlines when it comes to work or especially with like, I mean, I wasn't planning my wedding this last year, but with wedding planning and just putting like a lot of different things before God. And so it just, allows me the opportunity at the beginning of the year to recenter and refocus my thoughts toward him. And um, this year we're doing a devotional called Too Blessed to be Stressed, which sounds a little bit lame, but um, it's a little book and it's a women's devotional and I found it on Amazon and, and it's a three minute devotional every day. So for the busy woman, you know, who just wants to touch bases with God, you know, get your, get your, start your day with God, but you don't have like, you know, two hours to really sit and delve deep. It's a really good devotional. And she has some really good points that she's made over the last week in the devotional that I really enjoyed. So it just really just gives me the opportunity to recenter and refocus. Um, as far as the diet goes, I do, I, the things I don't crave, I actually, if I was in your situation, I would totally crave alcohol. But I don't crave alcohol on the daily. Like, it's not something yeah, that... That's either. not what I miss. I think I miss more so, like, cheese. cheese. I miss cheese. And I cheese miss... so, like... Yeah. One of the hardest I miss things. seafood. I don't even miss that. either? No, no, you can't eat Wait, no so meat. it's only fruits and vegetables? It's an extreme vegan diet. Okay. And beans and potatoes. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, well, I guess so let's vegetables. start there. What can you eat? It's vegan, so all, all veggies. natural things. Yeah, Ooh. all veggies, all fruit. No dairy, no dairy, no meat, no so processed y'all sugars. Haven't, y'all haven't ate meat, anything processed. No, no sugars in seven days. In seven days, and y'all no caffeine. Look, okay, do you so have caffeine? I, yeah, so with no. Ca- some people do caffeine. I don't know. Can so I there's say different I like versions. Can yeah. I say this? Y'all look extremely hydrated. Do we really? No, y'all do. <laughs> y'all look extremely hydrated and like radiant, if that makes sense. Really? Yeah. Thank you. I don't Thanks. know if y'all have on makeup now, but if y'all do, maybe that's it. But if not. I have on bronzer, but that's it. Well, they tell you to like make sure that you drink water okay. all the time. But you know, I have been using BioClarity anyway, so. <laughs> Shout out to BioClarity. <laughs> Shout out to BioClarity. <laughs> Speaking of, BioClarity renewed their contract with us. So obviously you guys really... Helped us build a build enough data for them to be like, hey, bruh, bruh, we need y'all back. Right. So, yeah. So shout out to y'all. actually works. So for all of our listeners who have not tried it yet, please go get some Bio Clarity and use the code Millennial Love. That's LOV3. Correct. Yeah. So I, um, you know, like the whole eating thing, 
it's not tough this year because I've done the Daniel Fast before. Right. But I think seafood is just such a I heavy part of my diet, you know? Snow crab legs. Yeah, beautiful. man. We don't we don't have to go there. We don't have to go there for you to like I, I mean it's even... fine. I I've been okay. It's just that okay. I do miss it. So yeah. I know for sure on the 29th the 29th is my dad's birthday. I'm going to take him out for his birthday. And the fast is over on the 29th. We're going to a seafood restaurant. Nice. I don't, I'm not even going to give him a choice to pick. That's where we're going. <laughs> no. Daddy, this is where we're going. Right. No, yeah. I, I be craving cheese. Sometimes I crave coffee, but not because I'm like addicted to caffeine. But I actually really like the taste of coffee. Mm. So I miss drinking coffee just like in the morning as a routine because it's a part of my routine. But as far as like. That's really all I miss. Like, I literally want to eat cheese. Yeah, me too. And sweets. I do miss sweets. Like, just like... So, cranberries. Dried cranberries is what has been helping me with, like, you know, sweets. Girl, I bought some pineapple. And, you know, mm -hmm. pineapple be dumb sweet. So, I was like, that's going to, like, help me. Because I've been missing bread, sweet, like, bready sweet. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I've been fine. I I, I definitely think fasts are important. I, important. Um, I I'm, I don't practice the Daniel fast, but I think I fast through not throughout the year, but like I fast at least four times throughout the year. But I'm intrigued by the Daniel fast because it's extremely intense and it's probably at the most inopportune time of the year. Oh, it's it's for still me, absolutely. Yeah. So we're talking about New Year's. We're talking about like. You know, everybody's energized. Like everybody's people want to get out. They're having a good time. Very optimistic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like it's different. So to be able to scale back and focus on Christ is, I think, is a beautiful thing. And I eventually want to do it. No yeah, lie, I eventually want to do it. I told I him to do it this it. year. Remember, we told him yeah, to do it. Yeah, we did. His um, darn butt. But my, you know, I, it's, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. You wait, know. wait, like what the guy said? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, we don't want to do it. We talking about a fast. We can't cook. <laughs> right. Can't cook. Talking about a fast. So that no. is another thing up. that, like, because I am in the fast, I can tell. I can see the difference in my conversations. Of course, like. I have been I, I have not been cursing and I've been trying to take curse words out of my vocabulary anyways. Me too. So it's like cause you're focused on God, you don't have thoughts like that all the time. You know, like yeah, because you know, your mind and heart has to sink in order for you to fully cause it's two total different things. Right. Your heart and your mind. But if you Correct. if your if your focus is Christ and the word it's amazing how it automatically sinks. Right. It's crazy. It right? is. You know, I think that's the only thing that really aligns the two. One of the only things that aligns the two, because other than that, there's going to be a constant battle between battle. the two. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, when my friends came over to help me with my closet, I was listening. Like, I've been fully just listening to gospel music. And so. Me too. Yeah. Well, I've been on a <laughs> I gospel. actually was listening to your boyfriend, Hammond, the other day. Come on, Freddie. So, um, when they came in, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, like, I'll, ch I'll change the music. They didn't tell me to, but I was just like, you know, I'll change it. Child, put on something. And I was just like, this isn't sitting right in my spirit. I was like, I just don't want to listen to this. What is this foolishness? So, right. So we literally, like, we was in there having church. Uh, not church, church, but like 
singing contests and all that because y'all know I be fake singing and stuff. So yeah. But anyways, um, my friend told me that okay, so outside of what I can and cannot eat. I've also said that I'm not on social networks, which I do that every year anyways. Mm. That's just automatic. Um, okay, y'all know it's alcohol. And then I also said I wasn't going to date while I'm on the face. Bro, that is too much. My friend was like, Michelle, you're going you're gonna to have a stroke. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is too much. Oh, my God. <laughs> But I feel like it's because I want to give God all of my time. I think, that's but she was great. fully like, "I think, girl, you gonna have a whole stroke." <laughs> I think that is beautiful to aspire to that. However, that's what she said. She was to... like, "Let me tell you about Peter, Second Peter. <laughs> Come on, where they say this... you have the intentions too, and God knows that you have the intentions, and just the fact that you're having the battle between your mind. No, God knows that you have the desire to do right. So she was like. Don't put all that pressure on yourself. And those are probably the only times where those scriptures that you just quoted are valid. Because, you know, people would be using it for the opposite. Like, God yeah. God in my heart. No, but she fully to, was like. Continue to act a fool. No. People yeah, she love. fully was like, Michelle, you know, God understands. You doing too much, though. Yeah, we were created in his image, not him. Right. So, but Anyways. I just wanted yeah. to highlight that because you guys are on the fast and so many other people are on fast. And I think fasts are, are, are great. I mean, whoever you believe in, whatever the case may be, you do need to take the time out to um, devote some time to that purposefully. Yeah. I don't actually don't know the difference between purposely and, and purposefully. purposefully. I know that there's a difference. I, I just don't know the night, difference. Oh, the other night I was like, man, I don't even know if I'm saying the right word. I think you can use them interchangeably, okay. to be honest. I, I feel like you can. So, yeah, fasts are important. Okay, so now to the meat of this uh, po- this 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 week's episode, which is only about 20 minutes left. Um, we're just going to shoot the shit, y'all. Yeah, we about to chill. We sound super chill. I know. I'm feeling really good. Okay, y'all. Please, please seek out this champagne. It is by Graham Beck. It's a Brut Rosé, and it is made in South Africa. What? I want to go. I'm going to Africa for my honeymoon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We're, we're planning it out. We already kind of like just did a preliminary search. So we're going to go to Nigeria and Ghana, and then for a Are week. You, did Ben ever do his... Uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. So we share Nigeria and Ghana. Those are our top two. So are y'all going to incorporate that in the wedding like you said y'all were going to do? I th- I'm going to, yeah. I, I don't know do what we're... Dance. I don't know if we're going to do the money dance. Do the money dance. Why? Because I don't feel like people going to bring no money. I don't want no quarter. I think you need... I think, if you, <laughs> I, I think if you explain it well, I think it, it will happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody threw some quarters at you. <laughs> They'll be dead. Especially I'll be in there fighting. The like, did you really just throw a quarter at me? The <laughs> like, one, especially the whole pack, like the $10 pack. Oh my gosh, you would fully knock somebody out with that. But yeah, we are. Though. It may not be the money dance, but we're going to incorporate something. And then we're, so we're going to do a week in Nigeria. We may just do a week in Nigeria, but I want to do Nigeria and Ghana. And then a week in the Sikilis Islands, which is like an island off the coast, off the eastern coast of africa so we're gonna do a two week so the money dance is not what you're thinking of like not people literally like making money rain on you i've been to two weddings where 
the bride carries a sack, the guy carries a sack, and it's like whoever gives them money, they dance with them. Oh, so it's not like a stripper. It's not like a stripper's type deal. Because that's like, what I'm thinking. You have the well, guy and the groom on the dance floor, and then it's like, hey, you know, we're about to. And it's, I think it would be an interesting way to incorporate you guys' um, you know, heritage yeah. and a, a good spin to it. And yeah. it's like, it's fun. Because I've done it before. I've dropped, like, you know, some money on that. I think that it's nice that whoever's wedding you into did that. <laughs> ah. But I've been to a Nigerian wedding, and they were fully throwing But these the were not Nigerians, though. These were Americans. Oh. Which was I was different. talking about a Nigerian. I know, but I'm saying, like, she can probably do that version of it, and it can honor their... It can be a form of... I'm going to see what other stuff they be doing at <laughs> weddings. After that wedding, you're going to need... Any type of money you can get. No, absolutely. So that's what I'm absolutely. Just looking at. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, people. You know how black people are. They ain't trying to give money and buy a gift. So they if gonna you be can one get of the hundred dollars, zero yeah. to hundred dollars. That's a lot. We gonna see. That's I'm gonna see. I have a friend that goes to Africa, and she freaking loves it. I told her, I said, really? "Girl, you are fully African." Really? Yeah. She she like, goes often. Like how how many times has she been? Well, she's been on a uh well not a mission trip but a nursing trip. Oh okay. Because she's a nurse, so she's been on the nursing trip, and then I think she's gone twice after that, like just solo travel because she solo travels all the time. What countries? I don't know exactly. I know she's been to South Africa, but I told her she's fully African. Like <laughs> she no, just loves it so much, and it's, I it's, it's it like conditions you. Like I think. That's I think that's something that uh, that's one thing that attracts people to traveling to Africa because it I think it deconditions you from is that the right word yet I think that is I think so from your normal way of living. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you know I need people to like really express because I'm not interested at all. No, so that's the point that I wanted to say. <laughs> like I want to be deconditioned, but there's so many things that I love about. Our our culture, Black American culture, Black American culture, um, but at the same time, I want it to be from a like a like. I mean, obviously, at I'm 33 now, like so. I'm I don't do things for other people mm-hmm. at this point. I do things for myself, but I also feel that I want to be deconditioned to where the pressures don't affect me. If that makes what sense. What pressures? Like just societal pressure. So like, oh, okay. you know, you know, obviously we are part of this podcast. If we go out to brunch, you know, we can't just go in sweats and flip-flops and a hoodie. Correct. But Correct. if that day ever comes where I need to wear sweatshirts, flip-flops and a hoodie, I want to be able to do so and not give a fuck about the fact that I'm attached or affiliated to something. I don't. Necessarily know if going to Africa is going to change that about you, though. It may because it may. I I feel like it's a level of deconditioning. Will we ever? Will I ever get to that point? I don't know, but I, that's just an example, an extreme example. No, no, no. It's not extreme. Will, I yeah. I don't think it was an extreme. I don't think your example is extreme. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I don't necessarily know if going to Africa <laughs> is going to do that for you because one african cities are regular cities i know so it's not like they're out here like you know i mean Correct. you're not going to the remote you know where they have like gotcha. you know where they're naked and their titties are out i mean you're not going to that i mean you may but that's not really if you went to that part sure that may 
But I don't necessarily that think that'll change. But, but I feel like you can get that. Yeah, I know what you mean. But what you're saying, I feel like you could get that from any country. Like you've been to other countries, I have. and so I feel like I just no, do but not I have. Really want to go back to Ghana? You've been to Ghana. <laughs> I haven't, but you know, I have Ghanaian blood running through me. You should come with us on our honeymoon. I, mean, on honeymoon really. I don't think Ben is going to approve. He's going to be ben like, nigga, I'm all about smashing out. and conceiving. Smashing You're so dumb. and conceiving. Shut up. I just have never had a desire. Really? I have. And people have just been like, you don't want to go to Africa? No, I don't. I, don't, I also don't want to go to Mexico. I just don't have desire. You've never like, been to Mexico? Nope. I, it's never been like, oh yeah, let me go to Mexico. I've been to other beaches like DR. I'm about to go back to DR, but I want to go to DR. I haven't been. Cancun is um, dumb fun. Though. I actually want to go to Haiti. Believe it or not, I'll probably make it to Mexico soon because that's where people go. You know, when they invite, they're like, oh, do you want to go here? But I just it hasn't been like when I've thought of na- international travel, mm-hmm. those haven't been places on my list. Now, if somebody invited me, I guess I would be fine with going. But I think for the most part, like, people have an issue with me not having a desire to go to Africa. And it's just like, I also, if I don't make it to Asia, would be okay without Asia. Like, it's certain Girl, places what? that. I mean, I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with it. But I think, I think you're missing out on a lot. I've never been to Africa, so I can't say anything about Africa. But with Asia... No, just, I would totally go to Asia. I'm just saying that if I didn't get the chance, it wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I never went to Asia. Yeah. Um, but fully Europe is on the list, like a full out Europe. I want to do a Europe European trip. tour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just those that continent is not. <laughs> Girl. Well, where is the Himalayans? Because I want to go there. That's in Asia. Oh, okay, I well, believe so. Yeah. Just, why you want to go there? Because they talk about it being serene okay. and like it, it's being it's like a pace of like peace and tranquility. Girl, Where that's did, Bali. W- no, Indonesia. I, no. Yeah, Indonesia. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But I'm saying you're saying peace and tranquility. That's oh. that's what Bali, Indonesia. Represents. Wherever left I died at, that's that place where they say that. Oh, Bali is like. I mean, I've never been. I want to go. It's freak. First of all, it's cheap. Really? Asia is cheap once you get there. The flight is expensive, but once you get there, you can live lavishly off of thirty to forty dollars a day. I'm so Americanized right now, which is like nothing. I want to get to Paris, or I want to get to Paris, and I want to buy some some um. Beignets. I gotta stop going to the to the islands. Like I've been to too many islands. I've been to too many islands, but I think an annual island trip is necessary. Really? Like I enjoy (laughs) my time in Barbados. Like I was looking at. You understand what I'm saying? Like I just feel like just at least one trip out of the year is necessary for the island. Barbados was. I don't care. Like that was a trip that I would recommend for everyone. Yeah, but I feel like now. I guess, I guess maybe it's because I'm going back to DR. I'm just kind of like probably so. That's what it is. Really, we couldn't go to Spain or something. Yeah. I want to go to Brazil. I heard Brazil is dangerous though. That's the only thing because I want to go too. My mom was like, people be freaking getting killed and what well, they get raped killed and murdered. Everywhere. Yeah, but right it's, here in your backyard in Dallas, they do. Southside Dallas, <laughs> they do. They do. So, I'm just saying. My next question for you all, since this is a um, open discussion, free for all, free for all 
Um, what topics do you want us to discuss? In season two? In season two. Justin, that's a hard question. Is it? Yeah. I, I, no, I fully have is. thought about this. I've thought about I it too. I want to talk about Oh, okay. Well, you have time. Go, <laughs> go Mish. I'll go second and you can go last. I only have one, but it I want to talk about- It can be how to get a man. That can be, that can be a topic. How to get a man? No, how to not get... how to get a man, but how to get married. Oh, how to get a nigga to propose? Or that too. <laughs> However you want to make it. I don't know. Go Mish. I want to talk about the gay lifestyle. Me too. I don't think, I don't think we, we did enough of that. We didn't touch it at all. Okay, that's the same thing. We I We skipped right over it. Yeah, we didn't touch too. it at yeah. all. And I just feel like, you know, that is very prevalent nowadays. Very and I prevalent. feel like, you know, I think we need to discuss yeah, it. Yeah, I think we need to discuss it. And I think our, our listeners, I was about to say our members, like they had a club. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we can sign their asses up. Hello. Right. One dollar a month. <laughs> <laughs> our listeners would fully like, want to hear about that from us. Um, I'm trying. Okay, I do have something I want to talk about. It's it's trivial. Uh, superstitions and like different like old wives' tales in mm-hmm. the black community and like, like how yeah. and like how they started and why if they your right eye is jumping, yeah, you know, your left hand is itching. Listen, or, I believe yeah. that. Or splitting the pole. I, or, I don't split the pole. That's what I'm saying. So like I want to go through like a lot of those because I think a lot of you them don't are let not, a broom sweep your feet. Are you? Yeah, because you're gonna go to jail, jail. on it then. If, it, if, if a person somebody sweat on their nose or on their lips, they're evil. It. Watch out for them. If they sweat on their nose and lips, watch out for them. They're evil. <laughs> See, if a cat runs across your car, you need to spit nine times and put an X on your windshield. See, that's that South Louisiana. That's what I'm saying. I think, don't it's, I think it's regional. Sp- don't let nobody make spaghetti for you because they can put their blood in it and then you'll be hooked to them. Don't or leave, red velvet cake. Don't leave your underwear at a woman's house because she can bury them in the backyard and then she'll have you for a full weekend. What do you mean have you for a full weekend? You'll be like stuck to her bed for a full weekend. So speaking of that, like in that we can also talk about sleep paralysis. because <laughs> That has happened to me before. Right. And so being in like psychology, the scientists take it one way. But I look at it as like a spiritual thing. Girl, that's so, too. That's the spirit on your body. Baby. Correct. So you can't we need get to talk up. about that. Ooh, well, yeah, I've, let's talk I've about exper- that. I have experienced the differences. The difference. I've experienced paralysis, sleep paralysis, and I've experienced spirits in a room. Am I the only one? No. I, I've, I've, I've seen you a ghost. You can tell when there's an evil presence. No, I've, I've not a seen a ghost. It's like an evil spirit. Yeah. No, you... I've seen an actual ghost. Oh, wow, okay. really? Mm-hmm. Not not in close proximity to me. Can I can I like ask a question about that? What? Where were you spiritually whenever you saw that ghost? I was a kid, so I don't... I have friends I was on a that church as van. kids, yeah, they said they used to see ghosts. I was on really? a church van and... Um, I'll tell you the story. We lived in the we live we lived in the country country. Like my the house I grew up in is is in Cecil, Georgia. Which if if anybody from Cook County listens to this podcast, y'all know about Cecil. Cecil has a population of less than two hundred and fifty. Um, we lived on a dirt road, but the road getting to our road was paved, and so there were houses all you know coming toward us, and there were a lot of fields behind people's houses. So we were on the church van one night coming home from, you know, one of the many millions of times I went to church. And I looked out the window to the right-hand side, and there's a house. Miss Neesmith lives in this house. 
And she's still living. That baby probably in her hundreds. Because that baby was... <laughs> she been old since I known her. I'm talking about dumb old. So anyway, Granny Nee Smith lived in this like small brick house. And she had a field behind her house. Or still does. Wait, so you saw a ghost outside? I was in a church. I was in the church van. I was sitting in the back row. I looked to my right. And there was a white figure. Like, not like had on white clothes. It was dark. White figure illuminated walking in the field. Wow. And I remember, and it was like in the shape of a human. And are you sure that this was not a dream that you had? No, I was fully awake. made a reality. I was fully awake. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was fully awake. I was, we were coming home from church and I looked and I saw it walking. What was your reaction to seeing that? Um, I don't even think I ever told anybody. Mm. Because everybody would have said what you said. Are you sure you lying? Not that you said I was Especially lying. Especially as a child, they yeah. would have been, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I told anybody. but And I don't remember exactly what my reaction was. I think I, I'm pretty sure I was scared. Uh, because actually I'm scared right now thinking about it. Um, well, I don't think yeah. you should be scared because I think that we, I don't think, I think there are certain people that can tap into the other world faster than we can. But I think everyone has like an ability to tap into our experience or feel something other than humans. Oh, you're right. I have felt bad spirits in my presence before. Mm -hmm. I remember specifically I was in my old apartment and I kept halfway falling asleep. And you know that like feeling when you're like, you're awake, but you're asleep kind of. That's sleep paralysis. And so, and I, it kept happening over and over. Like I would, I would wake up and I'll be scared and then I would go back to sleep and it would happen. Like it probably happened 10 times. Uh And I called BT and I was like, listen, I don't know what's going on. It was like three o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I don't know what's going on, but you need to come over here and bless my house. And like, we literally like blessed my house and like with holy water and all of that. And then it was gone. Yep. It was terrible. When I actually, when I experienced it, for the first time that morning because it was the morning that I was waking up when I experienced it first of all I called my dad because I was like it's a demon in here and I need my daddy to pray for me (laughs) (laughs) so we talked about it for you know like 15, 20 minutes. But then that evening, Justin, I had came to your house after work. Really? And BT was over there. Remember, I was telling y'all about, like, I asked y'all, I was like, have y'all ever had this feeling? And whatever that word is that you just used earlier, you was, that's what you said that night. You were well, like. Kushma? Yeah. You oh, was Kushma, like, yeah. You was like, it's that. And then um, BT later on texted me some scripture. She was like, you need to read these things. And the yeah. next day. That night and the next day, like, I spent just walking the floors of my house, like, praying over my home because something was going on. Yeah. Shout out to BT and those scriptures. For real. it works. <laughs> right. For but, real. But, like, I've experienced something like that at, like, this was when, um, so, I like, I went out to college and then maybe two years into me being in college, I had to sit out for two years um, because of some financial aid shit. Um, and at this point I was back at home Mm -hmm. and I remember, I remember a dream. I don't remember the details, but it wasn't, it it wasn't like gruesome or like, it wasn't like, I don't know. it, It was just a presence that shook my spirit to the point where 
I was wake. I woke up, and mind you, like I think my sister was off to college, so it was just me. Or no, I take that back. My sister was a senior in high school, mm-hmm. so it was just me, my sister, my and my two parents. So at this particular point, like they were already gone for the day, so I'm waking up at like ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. But it was a like the the dream was it got to me to the point where like I was waking up, I grabbed my Bible. And I was reading scriptures in the house and around that house because mm-hmm. your mama house, yeah, because of the presence that I experienced. Mm-hmm. And I remember that day, like I remember my because my grandfather lived next door to us. I remember my grandfather waking up, well, not waking up, but I remember him like I mean, because he's up early anyways. But I remember him being up and like. I'm like, at a, at a moment where one would be like, okay, well, what are you doing? I didn't care if he saw me or not. Mm-hmm. I was like that focus on whatever I felt just did not sit well with me. And I can't remember what it was. Like, I can't remember the dream, but I know it was enough for me to like. Have to seek out God. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, let's save some of these stories yeah, no, yeah, for that episode. To. Yeah, we have to. We have to. But yeah, yeah I have premonitions too, so we have to talk about that. Yeah, okay, we do. Cool. Okay, the, I, I think these are good topics. We also need to have a an actual like astrology, psychic stuff episode, I think, and maybe bring somebody on that can really talk about it and do our readings. If y'all look, not like a psychic reading, because I'm not, I don't really like psychic stuff. Nah, like that. I ain't letting you, uh uh-uh, uh, don't tell me. No, no, I don't want to know about the future. I don't want about the future, but like they I can mean, read your your astrolog- like, astrological maybe from chart. Their angle, I don't think it has to be centered around us, but maybe from like why they do it. Mm-hmm. Why do they feel that you know they're here on Earth to do something like that? All right, maybe they would just um, probably um, tell us why they do it or why do they feel compelled to come to the idea of. You know, being a medium or a psychic, I think I would be with that. I think yeah. there's a just but, understanding that lifestyle because there's a difference between a psychic, a medium, and somebody yeah. who does like astrological, blah blah blah. Like it's different. Definitely. Like my that. sister is not a psychic. Yeah. She is well, to my knowledge, she does like chakras and and yeah. uh, rock rocks. They're not rocks. Crystal. They're called crystals. Yeah, crystals. <laughs> that sounds so horrible. I'm not. That wasn't shady. I see. I heard, shady. A, I heard <laughs> a song one day, and they're talking about we exchange crystals. Oh, what is that all about? You see, I would want to know. Yeah, like, so what that, is that we could do something on that's that. That's a yeah. good example. Like, why? Why would you exchange crystals? Yeah, that's a good question. Energy. Yeah, they do. That's that's the what they're said to. All right, Reiki so. is a thing. But yeah, I think those Reiki? are good topics. I don't know what that is. Um, Come on, chakras. Y'all got one more time. To say don't chakras. say hey, hey, hey. It's don't say me. y'all. It's on me. Don't it's not, say it's not y'all. It's not I haven't said me. a word. It's on me. It's on me. I, I got said, one more Justin time. Justin has said it thirty-eight times. This Justin episode. say so much stuff wrong. Right? All right I really. Do. I don't even do you like that. You're right. Um. What's Reiki though? Reiki. Reiki. Is um. Basically, like an energy transferring, not transferring. Like they can change your energy for you. Like you lay down on a oh, it's a person, yeah. Oh, okay. And they like they don't touch you. They just have their hands over you, and like they're feeling your energy, and they're trying to like change your energy. Hmm. And some Hmm. of them use the crystals and all of that. That's good because you know, in like in Christianity, people lay hands on you, and it's kind of similar. 
Mm-hmm. Kind of, I would, I would assume that it would be similar. To this that. is why I read my Bible while I am studying the chakras. I don't just open this chakra book and be like, "All right, Lord." It's not a religion, though, right? Ah, uh, it's a way of life. Okay. I wouldn't call gotcha. it a religion, but gotcha. people live through that, like energy. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've googled feeling it like they have the full control over energy. Their energy. Okay, yeah. got you. And I am not in belief of that. Correct. That's the yeah. difference. Yeah. Got you. So yeah, that'll be interesting to talk about. Yeah, that would be interesting. I think these are all great topics for us to start off with. What's your topic? Because you I already told my topic is similar to Michelle's. Like just tapping into more of the homosexuality lifestyle and what all of that entails, and how can we integrate that with African American culture to get people like not so alarmed. Like it is what it is. Like sex is complicated. Can we talk about wine? I would love to talk about wine, and like, but I don't think our listeners drink wine. I don't think our champagne. listeners would be like on some wine shit. Why not? Like people been going to Napa. Like Napa is like the thing to do now. So I feel like Pool. we could like talk Maybe about so. wine and like. Wine, you see, I, my response from our listeners, they like whenever we are petty. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They like when we're they like when we're petty and we talk about sex. I was about and to say they about, talk about love sex. sex. I think that sex that sex episode was probably the one the highest grossing it is, episode. We got period. almost eight thousand listens on that episode. Right. That's mm. crazy. It's, and it's talking about sex, which is so simple, but it's exponentially gratifying. more. That's People just word. raunchy. They like raunchy. to hear about stuff like that. Raunchy is cool. Well, we talk about I think that we get a little bit more raunchy ourselves on Instagram live. Yeah, we do. Oh we my fully gosh. so if y'all don't catch us on Instagram live, make sure that when we tweet that we're going live, y'all get on there because we really, really have a good time on Listen, we do. Our IG Instagram live. live, it takes me like even I myself have to be like, okay, y'all, like we need to just scale it back. Because <laughs> it'd be so real. Jeez. So just imagine whenever the dink reality show come about. What are we going to be doing? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm excited. If our listeners have any ideas or some things that you want to talk about, or you, I'm sorry, you want to hear us talk about, hashtag ML3 while you listen. That's a good point. Yeah. Because we know y'all be going through things. We be going through things. We need We ideas. got a few people um, tweet us and ask, like, can y'all talk about X, Y, and Z? So hit us with the hashtag so we can really see it. I have somebody that tweeted us and asked us a question if y'all want to answer it at some point. Okay, cool. On this episode. Let's answer it now. Because we're about to wrap up. We are coming back on February 18th. Our last episode for season one will be on January 21st. And we will be back on your airwaves February 18th. February 18th, so... Put that date on your calendar. <laughs> Season two is starting. We're going to be bigger and better. Yeah. So stay tuned. Maybe we'll have some more guests on the show. Yeah, I think we do. Here's the thing about guests, though. Like, I'm just going to put this out there. I want to talk to some really big people this year. Oh, absolutely. Like, I really want to talk to some movers and shakers, whether or not, you know, they're in Dallas or they're in town for whatever. I want to talk to some big people. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. Like we need to get some 
you know, I mean, we had we had Carrington on here. Shout out to Carrington. That episode did get a lot of listens, so thank you to her for being on the show. We want we want y'all to reach out to us about being on the show if you really like if you out here doing if something. you out here doing it. Right for millennials. For millennials. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so I think this is a great show for today, this week. I'm a little buzzy. Everyone is on, you know, on some real stuff. <laughs> um, Car is about to do what? A small millennial moment, in quotes, because it's not really a millennial moment. All but, right, yeah. Um, we do really be li- looking at our Twitter. So one of our Twitter followers asked us a question a couple days ago and we wanted to answer a question. So her question was, Millennial Love, what are y'all's thoughts on creating and cultivating new friendships as adults? I find myself gravitating to my OG crew but not really having any new friendships. This is from Hey AJ. What's up, girl? What do y'all think? I think it's imperative for you to always seek new friendships um, because... You know, we are we are um, evolving creatures, and I think seeking new friendships will help you help that transition better. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not, I mean, as, as, as common or as we are creatures of habit, we are also creatures of change. So there has to be a balance somewhere. And I think that Sometimes old friends keep you rooted and in terms of the awareness of where you've come from and awareness of who you are. But I think that new friends can be, this is what you can be, or this can be an addition to who you are. Enlightening. In life. Um, and and I think it's important. I, I, You know, at some point in my life, I was like, man, fuck new friends is all about old friends. But no then friends. you realize no that your new friends, there's not enough there in order for you to change and grow. And three months, six months, 12 months with a new friend can really change your life. Honestly, a few weeks with a new friend can really change your life depending on what's going on. So I'm for the balance of new and old friends. I'm not for the shadiness and pettiness of new and old friends, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you have your new friends with respect to your old friends. Because mm-hmm. it's a balance. So, yeah, I mean, I guess my question is, why does she feel the need to have new friends? Because it, it almost kind of sounds like... Um, She's looking for something that she may not be getting from the old friends, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm all for new friends, but I don't think it's necessarily that you need to seek new friends. I think that, you know, if new relationships happen, then that's cool. Um, but I think I've I've also kind of discussed that I don't really let that many people in like that because um, I kind of see people for what they are and I can have associate relationships with people. But um the new friends that I have, it just kinda happened. Um it wasn't that I needed anything that I wasn't getting from my old friends. I just um ran into some good people and you know like we began to cultivate a relationship that turned into a friendship. But 
I think, you know, it's fine, but I don't know. I don't think that it's necessary. Almost just because where I'm, where I'm at in my life, um, I think it's okay not to call everybody a friend. Mm -hmm. So new people that, you know, you're hanging out with or that could even be um, beneficial or positive in your life don't necessarily have to be called your friends if you already have um, a core group of people. Not that you should be against it, but just that, you know, hey, um, when you meet people, they may not be a friend. They just are somebody that's going to help you through something or that's going to add something to your life, but it doesn't necessarily mean they have to be a friend. So. Um, I think she should be open to new friendships, but not seek them. I think it should just be something um, that happens naturally, um, which is generally how all my new friendships happen. Um, but the cultivating part, I mean, when you become an adult, you have to be intentional about your friendships anyway. So if you want to cultivate anything, you have to put effort into it. And if you meet someone that you vibe with and you want to really, you know, you feel like y'all could potentially build a friendship, then ask them out to brunch. Um, try to hang out with them. Do, you know, intentional things to foster that relationship. Um I mean, I still gravitate back towards my OG friends, but I do have new friends that um, I can call, like legitimately call a friend, and I've only known them for probably since I've moved here. So um, I think it's, it, it's um, there's an ability to do so. You just have to be open to it, and you have to put in work. So mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's important. Very important. Yeah. So... And you was about to say something else. I was just like, I mean, I went through a period in time in my life where like I had great friends. Like, I mean, I had great friends, but unfortunately they were not providing what I needed. And I actually, when I, when I speak of like seeking out new friends, like I prayed for new friends. I prayed for friends that would really take me to the next level and who I am. And it worked like it worked in like my favor. So yeah, that's what I was when I guess when I say seek. She... Well, I guess when I say seek, I'm not saying like, hey, befriend everyone, but seek it in a way that hey, you identify certain qualities that may align with where you're trying to be, um, and where you're trying to go as an individual. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's what I was referring to. But yeah, that's what I was kind of asking. Like, there's. For it to be a question, there has to be something she's not getting from the OG friends. Of so course, she might be yeah. in a place yeah. of elevation or something in an area of her life, and they're not, you know, kind of fulfilling those things. So, and I think it be, I think it can be done unapologetically. Like it's like, hey, you're still significant in my life, but it's very valid to say that, hey, I'm not providing answers because I feel like sometimes we go through things in life where our inner circle, our families, our spouse, our significant other, whatever the case may be, don't necessarily provide that answer. And it's because of whatever reason. But if that is consistent over time, then you really have to be intentional. Mm -hmm. And I think intentional and in seeking in terms of friendship is kind of sort of like one and the same because you're very specific in terms of like, cultivating some sort of relationship with that other person. So mm -hmm. um, 
I think it's the same, but I think it's okay to do that because I went through a period like, hey, man, I want to meet new friends, but I have like these all these loyal friends, and I know that if I if I bring like I've had people not come to my events, like significant moments in my life where they may be like turning twenty one or turning thirty or turning eighteen, where they specifically did not come to my event because they had I had other people around that they did not agree with. I know people like that. I've and had friends like that. Their excuse for doing their excuse for not coming was like, oh Justin, just do the most. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need you around me. Cause I'm gonna always be evolving. You understand what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. my 16 year old self and my 40 year old self is two total different people. Mm-hmm. And either you can accept my change and the thing about it is when it's all said and done, that individual can accept my change or growth. And to be quite honest, when you look in retrospect, it's like, I don't even want you around. You're right. I'm glad you didn't come, you know? Mm-hmm. If you had to make that decision based off of me, quote unquote, doing the most mm-hmm. for the betterment of myself. Mm-hmm. Even if it did, even if it was like, hey, I just want to have a good time. Like, that's important too. I don't so. like old friends that don't, like, uh, that get mad at you having new friends. That makes me mad. Like, I, that that just pisses me off. That's happened to me before where it's like, why you got all these new friends? It's like, child, get out of here. Like, you should be having new friends too. Like, right. get some different friends. Like, <laughs> that makes me mad. I think there's a transition or a path that you have to follow in order to, like, allow your new friend to feel comfortable. I mean, allow your old friend to be comfortable around the new friend. But... I think it's that just takes maturity. True. It's got to be mature enough to it's say. A, it's a level of maturity, but also yeah. immaturity and maturity is not enough for you to like stop befriending a person. No, I did. I agree. So anyway. All right. AJ that was girl. a good millennial moment. So hopefully we've helped you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you have any other questions, guys, that we can use as millennial moments for next season, Go on and email us or tweet us. You can email us at millennialove at gmail. I mean, excuse me, info at millennialove.com. That's LV3. You can tweet us, Instagram us, hit us on Facebook at millennialove, two L's, two N's, LV3. And thank you all so much for being patient with this time of us. I mean, this, this time off for millennial love for us. We really appreciate it. Seriously, because we need it, y'all. And we promise to post on all Twitter and IG and Snapchat. <laughs> I'm over Snapchat, and I'm going to be committed. You should be on Twitter right now, but. I should be. Yeah, because yeah. I had But the last time I was on Twitter, Twitter, someone was like, well, I think Justin might think that he's on his account. No, that was when you were on Snapchat. That was when you were on Snapchat. Snapchat, Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, by the time we finish, you can do Twitter. You'll be back on Twitter. <laughs> right. I'm doing this fast until the 21st, my nigga. 28th. 28th. All right. <laughs> All right. So, thank y'all so much for a wonderful, 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 wonderful season one. And thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Continue to rock with us. Continue to hold us down. Continue to retweet our episodes. Even if you are new to the show, please retweet us. Please share our podcast to. You're a special friend because you all are friends to us. And we thank y'all. So, thank you, guys. Congrats to successful season one, guys. Yeah.
Uh, we got our first award. We got an award. We've grown so much. Crazy. We've met so many different people. Yeah. And we've met people that want to collaborate with us. So how great is that? We're about to hit 200K listens. For sure. Let's the little engine season. that motherfucking good. All right. See y'all next season. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>